Aloha! You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 210. This episode is sponsored by the Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club, where their monthly t-shirt designs pay tribute to a Polynesian bar or restaurant from days long past. Each design is available for a limited time and will never be produced again. For the collectors out there, be sure to check out their subscription program, where they offer a discounted 3, 6, or 12-month plan, or you can always buy shirts one at a time. For more information and to check out this month's shirt, visit tikibartshirtclub.com. This podcast is sponsored by Frogtown Brewery, an independent craft brewery and tap room located in Northeast Los Angeles. Stop in and enjoy one of their excellent beers from their ever-changing, diverse menu. Tell them that Inside the Desert Oasis Room sent you and get your first pint on us. Limitations apply. For more information, go to frogtownbrewery.com and follow them on social media at Frogtown Brewery. Today we chat with Evan Reiner. Evan is the owner and founder of Droogie's Ultra Dog, manufacturers of Southern California's newest gourmet hot dogs. As a third generation butcher, Evan is a master at delicious meat blends and combinations. We chat about the art of the butcher and the nuances of this profession, as well as industry secrets in the underground food scene, unscrupulous restaurant practices, and more. As always, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. If you'd like to follow our adventures, check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash polynesianpop, where we chronicle events, bars, travel spots, cocktail tutorials, and more. And if you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash polynesianpop, where membership grants you early access to podcasts and videos, front-of-the-line privileges to new merch releases, as well as exclusive content, meetups, and screen credits. All righty, make yourself a chili dog and join us inside the Desert Oasis Room as we join Evan Reiner from Droogie's Ultra Dog. This is a tribute to the Beachcombers Gold Cocktail. Oh yeah, I love that. I love that drink. By yeah. Don the Beachcomber. And um, I think it's the first beer that has anise flavor in it. It's which the first is that, beer I've had that has anise. That has that licorice. Yeah. Uh, you know, the thing is, not everyone likes this cocktail. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, not everyone likes anise. You know, right. it reminds them of a good and plenty. Right. And it's also in a Dr. Funk, which most people don't Dr. like. Dr. Funk, yeah. So it was kind of tricky to get this mm. balanced, but... But it's balanced, man. It wasn't like that in the beginning. Like when we were sitting around a beaker and trying to get yeah. the flavor right, it felt very anise heavy. Yeah. I was really worried about it. But now I'm actually really happy with how it came out. This is a great, so, this is great. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Frogtown. Shout out Frogtown. Frogtown for uh, doing this with us. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's so subtle. Beachcomber's gold. That's right. There you go. 
Thanks for being on the podcast, yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. I love it's it. A pleasure. Yeah, man. So for our listeners out there, we've got our friend Evan Reiner from Droogies. Droogies. Droogies Dogs. That's right. Right here in What's LA. Up, y'all? And I've got a hot dog high going right now because we just recorded a couple YouTube videos. And mm-hmm. for, for our listeners out there that want to watch those videos, check out the description. I'm going to put the links in the description below. Just click on that and you can see our friend Evan and what we're eating and what he's making and what we're drinking and all that fun stuff. That's right. So we're doing a wind down episode right now. Uh, just doing a regular podcast like yeah. we're, like the old days, Chopping right? Chopping it up. You Chopping know? it up. Yeah, man. I love it. Couple I love of it. Brews, you know? Couple of beers. Beers. Man, really good hot dogs. Let's talk about how you got your start with Droogies. All right. Well, it's a long story, but, uh, you know, it comes to, uh, yeah, so I am a butcher um, by trade. Uh, My grandfather was a butcher. My great-grandfather was a butcher. Um, So I decided to pick that up. You know, I did an apprenticeship with a, an old French butcher, and he had a shop on 3rd and Vista, on like West 3rd, near like Fairfax. I so there's it. apprenticeships for, for being a butcher? There's not, there's not anymore in LA. Oh, there's I not? I pretty much had the last one. Okay. Uh, there's nothing. Um, but there used to be a store called Lindy and Grundy on Fairfax that used to do it, but they shut down. So, and then this French shop that I worked at they offered a program, and I it was me and this other kid that did it. It's like going to culinary school. You have to, like, pay for it and stuff, you know? So that's interesting. So this is kind of like, is it like like being a sushi chef? It's not just cutting fish. You you have to learn about, like, what to look for oh, yeah. with parasites mm-hmm. and... How the knife affects the meat. Exactly. The blade. Right. Yeah, and, absolutely. And what parts of the fish itself like all yeah. the different body different parts, parts right you're right yeah. right wow Absolutely. okay similar thing you know okay I think, I think fish when you're dealing with the fish world it's a bit more delicate you would know? you say that this is kind of like a, a dying art then yeah yeah definitely definitely okay you know I mean you know it's turned into a very corporate thing you know it's like meat like a lot of people won't call themselves butchers anymore they call themselves meat cutters Mm -hmm. and like you know it's you know I I get it you know but um, I think you know a butcher is someone who maybe like breaks down or knows how to break down a whole animal versus uh, uh, where you'd say um, there's no there's no like you know some you know like hierarchy in it but some people just know how to you know just just cut a piece like what's called a subprimal so like you get delivered a uh, a brisket, yeah, and then you like trim it and yeah. like you put it in the case, and that's yeah. what like you go to Costco or you go to a market, and most most guys who are doing that are just like prepping and dressing these like already cut off pieces. So they're not real butchers. Sale. It's like I don't even like to talk like that because it's like there's so many like fucking pretentious, like kind of like uh, you know self heightening people. Mm-hmm. That uh, that that talk like you know that you know they're not real butchers, but no, they're not butchers. They're they they are. It's okay to say that. I mean, yeah, I know. would not call them butchers. I would call them meat cutters. Meat cutters. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you watch uh, Master Chef? I don't watch Master Chef. I watch uh, Master Chef. I watch Chopped. You know? So I, watch I love stuff. Master. Well, I love anything um, food. 
Actually, I love anything Gordon Ramsay is what oh, I was going to oh, say. Oh, yeah, I yeah. do love anything food, ca- ca- but I love anything Gordon Ramsay. I love Gordon Ramsay, and, and, and I'm, I'm a de- devoted fan of MasterChef. And in the early days, one of the things was, let me show you how to break down a chicken. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Because these the, the difference between MasterChef and like Kitchen Nightmares is mm. that, or they have this thing called Next Level Kitchen also, which is mm. a Gordon Ramsay show. Next Level Kitchen has a lot of professional chefs in there. Master Chef are amateur chefs, they're home cooks. Got it. Right? And so in the beginning, they were, he was showing them how to break down a chicken, right? These days, because it's advanced so much and the, 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 the stakes have been raised Race. so much, yeah. if you go to Master Chef and you don't know how to break down a chicken, you don't even make it on the show. Like they yeah, expect you to not. know something, right? So sure. what I'm getting at is, I assume that as a butcher, there's a way to break down, say, a cow or a pig. Yes. And then a meat cutter wouldn't know that. Usually not. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I'm getting at. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. And bear with me because I'm one of these guys that would you ask me a yes or no question, I take 10 minutes to give you the answer. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm somewhat similar to that. Right. You know what I mean? So, so that's interesting. You know, these days, the only time you see a butcher really is in the grocery store. And you mentioned Costco, and I never even thought about that. Yeah. But, you know, I remember in the, the 70s when I was a kid, mm-hmm. there, Sam was a butcher, right? He yeah. had a butcher shop, Yeah. right? Yeah. Those don't really exist much these days, then. No, it's a dying it's a dying breed, and if they are a thing, they're very expensive mm. and not affordable. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're paying you know, for a for a pot roast, you're paying forty five bucks. Holy moly! Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like I don't, you know, I and, shop and like you know, like the thing is that dollars talk, right? People yeah. will just they'll look at the bottom line and they'll say, I don't care where I buy this from. I got to feed my family, and I'm not going to yeah. pay forty five dollars for a pot roast. Yeah. and that's mm. that's why that that that's going away. Yeah, and I get wow. that. You know what I mean? Like it's like I, I, but it's like it's funny because like you know maybe the business owner of this shop will like imply these prices and have this deep cause but a lot of like the people working there who aren't making nearly as much money as the owner you know they feel the same way they're like i can't i can't afford that you know what i mean it's like it's real you know and um yeah you know it's it's the it's the way that times change in our lives you know like if you look back to and this is not even that long ago when when i watched back to the future Mm. there was a scene with these guys that would run out to fill up a car with gas and wash the windows and check their oil right. and check yeah. the tire pressure and all that. Now, Back to the Future was in 1985, yeah, I something believe. something like that. Yeah. And so prior to that, like that was happening in the 50s, I think, you know, when that all that stuff was happening. Like, right? like, self, like, like a service like, gas. Like service gas yeah. station. And I remember as a kid, even as late as the 70s, you, you could pick if you wanted self-serve or if you wanted sure. full serve. Mm-hmm. You'd have to just pull into the correct lane. Yeah. And there would be a person that would do that stuff. It wasn't like what you saw in Back to the Future, no. but it wasn't that long before that movie. And um, what I'm getting at is that things just change so much, you know, yeah. and so quickly. Yeah. yeah, and they fluctuate and just kinda, you know. But it's meat's crazy. expensive, man. Meat's, meat's uh, yeah. yeah, and so. It's crazy. It's crazy. I love how you've transitioned, though, from being someone who basically worked at the Grand Central Market cutting meat. Which I loved. Which was Okay. Great. Yeah. Into being a small business owner. Yeah. I mean, it So was now you're doing Droogie. Droogies. 
Drugies. I'm sorry, I keep getting that wrong. I keep forgetting to put the S on there. So Drugies. Yeah. And for our listeners out there, check out at Drugies.la. That's right. On Instagram. Mm -hmm. And you guys are making gourmet dogs. We're making 100% prime beef hot dogs from scratch. Love it. Love it. So for our listeners out there, I mentioned her just a few minutes ago. I'm on a hot dog high right now. We just hey. recorded a bunch of YouTube videos. That's right. And we just had, wow, like, I don't know. There, we did three different Droogie dogs, but mm-hmm. we had more than just three because we, we got an Instagram and did a live video. That's and, right. You know, we had some fun with that. And really, really good stuff. What made you decide to go do that? You know, it, it's, you know, as someone who has worked in me before and, like, you know, I think about my skill set, and I'm like, okay, what what's something different that I can bring? You know, because it's you know every any you know everyone can like you know, it's a lot of meat cutters out there, a lot of butchers, but uh, you know, and and a lot of people like you know they can open a butcher shop. A lot sure. of butchers can open yeah, a butcher yeah, yeah, shop. Yeah. And I and I've and I've been involved with like new butcher shops opening, and I've seen how that goes, and it's always just like. It's really just at the end of the day too expensive, mm-hmm. you know, for people to live and like you know. And so I, you know, I kind of got more into the culinary side of things, but with uh, you know, food and uh, instead of just selling meat. And uh, you know, I got good at making sausages while doing that. So I was like, how can I kind of like what's a what's a kind of sausage that you know I I can make a lot of really great European sausages, like crazy European stuff. But I was like, you know, and and, and I've tried, uh, I worked at a lot of farmer's markets, like trying to sell these sausages for other butcher shops. And a lot of people like, they, nothing hits like a hot dog yeah. in America. Yeah. It's just like, it's some of, it's one of the most American food items you could ever get. Nothing like hits home for a lot of Americans, like a hot dog. And each one has its own personality, each, right? Oh yeah. So coming from LA, That's like, right. like the Dodger dog, yeah. that was revolutionary. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid and seeing and getting a Dodger dog, seeing a Dodger dog and getting one for the first time. That's right. I just remember thinking, this is the greatest hot dog in the world. Yeah. Right? And it, it, I'm not gonna lie, that was a huge influence for us. Yeah. Droogies, yeah. And so I said, you know, we have the big, the, our, our hot dogs are very, you know, the skinny guy, the skinny, yeah, yeah. you know, and they're long. And, and you know, you go to Chicago and they're a lot of fatter, you know. Longer than ripper. the bun, love it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, sticking out of the sides, you know, and they, they have the snap. Love it. Yeah, exactly, and then, and yeah, I think I think a lot of like, do- it was like Dodger Dogs, and then uh, East, some, there's a hot dog joint in East LA called Cronies, that's just, and if you, maybe we'll go there one day. I think I know Cronies. It is just, it is such a classic joint, and it's like, you know, they have like the fencing around, like mm-hmm. the seating area and mm-hmm. the gate. And uh, yeah, it's Chili Cheese Dogs. They've been open since the 60s. But okay. it was kind of those two places that really inspired my love for like a good hot dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and, and it was just kind of me thinking about, well, what's something that LA doesn't have regarding like meat? And like, you know, barbecue is cool, but barbecue doesn't hit like it does in Well, Texas. you know, that's what I was gonna say. The thing is LA's not known for its barbecue. That's what so, I'm saying. So, you know, there's two spots I think that barbecue has a reputation, obviously Texas, Texas. and the, and Kansas City barbecue in Carolina, Carolina, oh, Carolina. North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, That's the, the Kansas City people are really passionate about their barbecue being better than Texas. Of course, oh, yeah, of course. And Texas is just who they you, are. You Texas. don't mess with Texas. You don't mess with Texas. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I, I get I get both sides. Yeah, but 
the hot dog culture, right? So yeah, we know all know about the coney dogs. The, the which one? Coney dogs. Oh yeah, Nathan's. Nathan's. And yeah, exactly. and and uh, um, uh, Kobayashi. Kobayashi. And yeah. and um, the Hebrew National. The Hebrew Hebrew National and Joey Chestnut yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Right. Would you say that LA has the same kind of culture or? Is it just different? It's different. I, I don't think LA is really. Kind of, are, would you say they're known are, for their dogs? No, I think, I think LA Angelinos love a good hot dog because of the Dodgers, and be, because of Dodger Stadium, and because of some other like institutions around the city, like cronies and stuff like and cupids, like mm -hmm. other things like that. Mm -hmm. But it's not like New York. It's not New York. Like right. New York is like, like the immigrants from Germany have been coming since the 1800s and made hot dogs a thing in New York. Here's you know what I think LA is known for is their street dogs. Absolutely, yeah. Right, so, I mean, look, look if, you, if you, like you and me, mm -hmm. if you're raised in LA, You've probably eaten thousands of street Absolutely, dogs. Absolutely, yeah. Right. I know. I've I know. I've eaten hundreds. I mean, at least I've eaten hundreds. Yeah. At least, yeah. at least a hundred. Right. Yeah. Well, look. It's uh, everyone has all day. <laughs> yeah. I would say I'm 53 years old. Right. So mm. I'm in my 50s, and what I've been eating street dogs since I was probably like 12 years there old. There you go. Right. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm only having two a year, let's do the math. That's 41 yeah. times two. Yeah. About a hundred dogs. So if that's only if I'm having two a year, dude, and I'm growing up in had LA. Definitely two a year, you know. Definitely, yeah. I've had more than three, five, six. <laughs> Look, yeah. I'll go to the car show in LA oh, yeah. at the convention center. Mm -hmm. I'll have probably, you know, when I when three I four. take a break, go outside, I'll have one or two. Yeah. And then when I'm leaving, let me grab one more on the way of home. Yeah. Go to Tiki T, walk down the street, get one off the street. That's right. I'm at Tiki T every week. Go clubbing when I'm in my twenties. Go whatever you That's know. Right. You name it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday afternoon down in the fashion district, looking for a pair they're of pants. They're always there. They're always, they're there, always man. down there. I mean, like you name it. There are street dogs all over. Yeah, LA. As long as I've been alive, right? You know, and you know, look, some of them are really great, and they've evolved because oh, they've hit. yeah, from the days that they became a thing when they were being called danger dogs because the vendor had no health license yeah. and they're just rogue to these days they all have like I mean no, a bunch pay, they all have like they documents all have, for yeah, they're all documented for, they're all licensed for like yeah yeah exactly for the health department and stuff yeah yeah and there a lot of them are not even like the small fry you think they are there's yeah. some guy or some company that owns like a hundred yeah, carts that's right yeah. you know it's all like kind of mini franchise yeah, situation yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. so uh, I love a good LA street dog. I do. I um, do as well. Yeah. You know, the bacon wrapped. I, yeah, where did that originate? Do you know that? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I want. I don't know. I want to say, you know, I see them in stores, and uh, I see like, you know, there, there's a brand of, of hot dogs called Hoffy, and they sell and they sell them in these big packs, and I want to say they might come from this company, uh, making these. Are the bacon? The bacon that it's wrapped in, mm. is it uncooked? It's uncooked, but bacon is always cured. Okay. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but because yeah, I tried cooked. doing it here, right? I thought I'm gonna make myself a yeah. bacon wrapped dog. Mm -hmm. I pan fried it, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I got it nice and crispy on the outside, mm -hmm. and I took a bite, and the, it, the backside of the yeah, bacon was raw. ghost white, yeah. it was raw. Yeah. And that's weird. That's weird, you know. It's like, but that's see, you can't cook both sides though, because yeah. if you do, that's right. Then it turns into a crispy piece of bacon. That's right. 
And you, yeah. and you know, so how do you do that, right? Yeah, I mean, how are they doing that? They're not doing it. I don't think. I think if you, and that's why they the call dogs. them danger dogs. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I had one last night. You know, yeah. I went to I went to the LAFC game, uh, and uh, you know, got out, and there were you know, there was like there was like must have been fifty carts outside just the gate. Yeah, it was it was wild, and. Uh, my friend who I went with, he, he was like, yeah, let me get your dog. I'm like, cool. And, the, you know, I don't know how much you remember them being, but they're 10 bucks now. That's crazy. So, yeah, I didn't pay 10 bucks for, yeah. I don't remember. That was the first time well, I had I don't even that. remember the last time I had one. Yeah. But I certainly didn't pay 10 bucks. I want to say that I paid like four bucks. Yeah. That's, that was the, that was the usual. Right. Yeah. And wow. I haven't had one for a very long time. But you know what? Part of it, I think, too, is that. Inflation. It's the place in time. Yeah. Well, inflation, it's sure. It's a game. It's the place in time. It's a game, right? Everyone's like, drunk. If you go, out of if the you game. walk into an amusement park, you're not going to get a soda for ninety five. No, you're going to get it for Disneyland price. Yeah, you're going to yeah exactly. Yeah, water is so, five bucks. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so it's, it's the it's the time and place. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's the look. I don't want to pay ten bucks for a dog, but I'm here. It's, it's right here. It's the convenience yeah, factor. Like, I don't. I just want it right now. I'm hungry yeah. right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, I had it, and then you know. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like this morning, like I was regretting it, dude. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't feel very good. You know? How do you feel about being someone that you own droogies, mm. but you're buying a dog from someone else? I love it. I, I love always wonder about that. So, like, if you, you know, say you own a bar, yeah. Like, how does it feel to go to another bar and pay someone else for a drink that you ser- serve and sell in your own bar? You know, there's something about it that I love. Like especially in like hot dog culture, there's a certain like humbleness. At least in the hot dog culture that I know that I love, it's like there is like just a, a street element to it. A, 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 it's just it's just a hot dog. It's like here's you know, a dumb question: Is there a community around it? So before you answer, for example, craft beer. There's yeah. a craft beer community, right? Absolutely. Where yeah. they, craft breweries well they'll collab with each other mm-hmm. or there is a community surrounding that for example the tiki bars I was going to say tiki tiki bars like tiki, you have yeah, people yeah. that will like all the tiki bar owners know each other and yeah. the the patrons patronize all the bars they, yeah. there's a community is there something that exists like that for the hot dog community uh, maybe street dogs maybe but you know what it's probably just food industry yeah it's 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 more like meat people and I think the meat community is something that I find to be a little, I don't know. I'm just not gonna lie to you. I just think it's a little fucking silly. Like, yeah. you know, I get it. I get it. Like, I know other butchers, but like the Instagram butcher community, like, can oh, there's an Instagram butcher community. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna oh, have to yeah. look that up. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and and a lot of these people work at really expensive shops, or like, or they, I don't know. I just don't. I'm not into the, you know. You know, there are people that yeah. will. They'll go to like the trendy bar. They'll buy the trendy drink. They'll photograph it, post it on Instagram, and they'll walk out. Yeah, they won't even drink it. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's happened to the TV. And they, and they do it. This they do the same thing with restaurants, of like course. some trendy dessert that you know they want to show everybody that they had it, but they really didn't. They they bought it, took a photo, posted it, and left. Yeah, I know. It's a very hollow thing. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that blows my mind. You know. Well, like, look, if the dessert's five seventy five. And that's all it costs to, you know, get a fifty thousand dollar like count or fifty thousand like right. count, right? What's what's the price for 
their notoriety or if they got to do that because they have to satisfy a sponsor or they're trying to show some kind of influence because they're trying to obtain a sponsor or whatever. Maybe they get get paid. Maybe they even, someone pays, maybe the restaurant owner pays them. If it's a $5.75 dessert, I get that. But like, you know, if you're, yeah, I get that, you know, as long as you're tipping, as long as you're tipping your server, like, that's... It's just a, an interesting concept, man. It is man. a very interesting concept. Like, we live yeah. in a different world now. It is a different world, yeah, you know? I agree. I mean, I am come from someone who loves food, so I'm like, why wouldn't you eat the dessert if you order it, you know what I mean? But, yeah. but if you're coming from the other... Right? If you're coming from the other side, it's like, yeah, you know, this is a job, you know? Yeah, so. well, maybe, you know, some of these influencers, too. I was watching an episode of, I don't know if it was Kardashians or something like that, and... They were at some event and someone gave them this, you know, they, they do gourmet cupcakes now. Okay. Right. These cupcakes are super fancy. Like sprinkles and stuff like that? Well, yeah, you know it what go, I mean. It goes above that. Yeah, go above yeah, yeah. sprinkles. Like yeah. above like, and sprinkles for those that don't know is, it's we're like talking Kardashian about the brand. We're talking stuff, about the yeah. brand sprinkles. We're not talking about the topping. Yeah, yeah, right? yes, exactly. So they were like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. And they took photos of it and they took a photo of themselves like taking a little nibble out of it. Yeah. And it was hilarious because afterwards he was like, oh my God, this is great. And he puts it on the table and he pulls out a, a bottle of Windex and sprays Windex all over it so that he can't eat it and get fat, right? So it's false. So it's oh really God. like, yeah, I'm enjoying this cupcake, Dude. but I won't eat it because my vanity is more important than my my Dude, wait, wait, enjoyment of this cupcake. That kind of behavior almost falls into like eating disorder territory. Oh, it, it, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's what they just thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that is wild. Spraying your food with Windex so that he couldn't eat it. That's it was. It's it's blows It's also kind of genius at the same time because I thought, well, it shit, is. that's what I should do. It's a sure. It's a that's sure what I should shot. do because I'll fucking eat the whole thing. Yeah, you know, like don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, I, I have those same feelings. I'm like, oh man, why did I eat that dessert? You know yeah. what I mean. And I, you know, I have the. And I ain't gonna purge issues. it. I'm not gonna like. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Stick no. my finger down my throat. Nah, just, I'll just regret it. I'll just regret it. But, but damn, like spraying Windex is a right. whole other yard. Yeah, of, you know. It was. I actually thought it was kind of comical. But then I thought, oh, that's actually kind of genius. <laughs> I mean, listen, if if the, yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, that is a very. Like it is a practical extreme right. that will prevent you from doing that. That's temptation. right. Yeah, it was erase temptation because who the hell is going to eat Windex? Yeah, is yeah. it absolutely fucking bonkers to me? Yeah. Yes, but it's you know, bonkers. Yeah, but I fucking you know I I understand it. Do I think there's something behind that that could maybe stem from abuse or something? I don't know. Who you know? knows, man? Yeah. That's some wild. That's wild. I never it's heard hilarious. of anybody spraying it's hilarious. spraying Windex on their food. You know, yeah, it's it's it is. That's it's new funny. for me. But yeah. yeah, yeah, people do a lot of things for vanity. You know, I used to work at a butcher shop that was mainly influencer run, so I'd see a lot of that kind of stuff. Oh, going. really? Yeah, yeah, like you know, taking pictures with steaks, throwing the steak away, like stuff like that. You know. Okay, I got a question for you. What some, are your thoughts about the Salt Bay? The marketing genius. Yeah. The marketing genius, man. He has his little sprinkle thing. He's like jacked. He's jacked. He's like ripped. That's the thing. The dude is ripped, right? Yeah. And I thought he ain't eating that shit because there's no way he's gonna be ripped. Like unless he's like not eating anything else and he's just eating protein. He he works out all the time. I've heard about. I I uh, I knew a guy that worked for him. Oh, I knew okay. I knew one of his butchers at uh, at New Threat Beverly Hills. Okay, because we but this together. dude's in Dubai or something, isn't he? He's in Turkey. Oh, but he's in he Turkey. He has restaurants all around the world. 
London. Um, What's the name of his restaurant? It's Nusret, and that's his name. Nusret. Yeah, I follow him. That's right. I thought that was yeah. just his name. That's the name of his restaurant too. Yeah. And he has one in Beverly Hills. Have you been there? I have not yet. I, I would. I want to go just to try the burger. I don't want to try their like gold leaf steak because it's like four thousand dollars or whatever. Well, like uh, because it's got it's gold leaf, right? Yeah. I mean, gold so leaf, what yeah, I was gonna right, ask though is like, how different is that steak than if I went to like Houston's? If I mean, it's wagyu, you know. So you're, you're oh, buying it's wagyu. Yeah. So you're getting like that crazy marbling. It's gonna be, it's gonna be some bang for your buck. But Houston's is great because they have prime beef, you know. So it's, you know, and that gimmick. I mean, yeah. that's kind of like, he does this whole thing where he flips the steak and he slaps it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he throws it in the air and he cuts the strip off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. And then he does the, the whole, atrix. like, he dumps the, he, he sprinkles the salt over his yeah. elbow. Right. And um, he's an entertainer. He's an entertainer. Yeah. That's what he is. You know? That's why I'm asking, like, okay, how different is the steak? I mean, it, I mean, like, Wagyu is its... I get it. Wagyu yeah. is Wagyu. Yeah. But exactly. shit, look, like a strip steak is a strip steak is a strip steak. That's right. I don't yeah, care yeah. if you get that shit from Sizzler or if you yeah. go to the fucking Cheesecake Factory or you go to Lowry's. Yeah. A strip is a strip. It's true. A strip is a strip. But if you put, if I guarantee you, if I put a choice one, if I put a prime one, then I put a Wagyu in front of you, I'd be like, try this. You'd be like, oh shit. Well, I get that. Yeah. But I, but I guess what I'm saying is like, you got this motherfucking dropping this this salt over his thing. Yeah, it makes a, a strip is a strip is a strip. I don't yeah. care if he's dropping salt over his elbow on it. Yeah, that's not going to make still it. A strip. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, so but people will pay the extra. Yeah, this makes his steaks. The the little sprinkle makes his steaks three hundred dollars more expensive. That's the thing. Yeah, it's a marketing yeah. genius. It's, a mar it's just marketing. It's marketing. It's not a better steak. No, because you can get a wagyu steak in another restaurant for three hundred dollars less than he charges. But it's Nusret, so it's like you go exactly. through the whole thing, and that's what it is. He comes out and like seduces you with his like oh, little yeah. knives yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, seduces you exactly. Everyone's, everyone's like, yeah, yeah. you yeah, know. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He'll like look you in the eye and like come right. close to you, and you know, respect. Listen, it's done him well, and the guy's a goddamn machine. I hey, think. you know what? You know yeah. what? You're right. Okay, so he, he found a way to charge more for his steak. Yeah, yeah, right. So, do people buy it? Oh, they buy it. Hell yeah, oh, dude! I saw God. I saw a video with Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. and he was he was like I don't know if he was invited or if he went because of this dude. Yeah, but it got my attention. It's fucking but, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah, right. So yeah, everybody, every you know, it's it's yeah. He's he's Salt Bay man. He's a he's just a character, dude. Yeah, you know, he's like a he's like a DJ Khaled. You know what I mean? He's sure. Like, and like they, it's funny enough, they were on a commercial together. So it was, I oh, know, I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah, he was on a DJ Khaled commercial. It was pretty funny. But, all right, uh, yeah, all right. But yeah, you know, meat, meat. A lot of meat is like you know marketing, you know, and and you know how you sell it. Like Kobe. Yeah, Kobe. That was basically all that. That I remember when I first heard of a Kobe steak, and the whole they massage the cow. And yeah, the, yeah, all that. You stuff. know, I heard all that. Right, I thought mm -hmm. like, oh wow, that's, you know. Then you start hearing about free range chickens. <laughs> yeah, you start feeling like, about all that stuff. But Kobe is a, it's like you know, wagyu is just like the the breed of cow that's from Japan. Got you. And Kobe is wagyu that's from Kobe, and so it's like got you. But, but and I, I've been to Kobe and I've had Kobe beef and I've had wagyu all over Japan, and I will tell you that you know, in my personal opinion, all the wagyu is is you know, pretty much similar. Well, that's me. like I'm gonna it's go back to the grades, I'm gonna go yeah. back to the free range chicken. 
So yeah. free range chicken, can you taste the difference in the quality of the chicken meat and or the eggs? I would challenge, I'd give the Pepsi fucking challenge to anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put yeah, a free yeah, range yeah. chicken, chicken mm. breast on a plate versus like an Albertson's chicken breast on a plate. You'll be able to someone easily. No one's gonna know the difference. No one's gonna find, yeah. It's if, all if, marketing, yeah. right? Some of the eggs, right? I got this, I think I got free range chicken eggs because the regular eggs were sold out. Yeah. The one thing that I did notice with the yolk was like a richer yellow. orange. Yeah, orange, yellow, like a yeah. really dark orange. Yeah. But it tasted the same. Like if I closed my eyes, I couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. That, that's the thing. It's like once you tell someone, oh yeah, this is uh, this is this, and then they're you know it's a mental game a lot of the time. Is it a better ingredient? Yes, you know because the 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 chicken can eat whatever it wants. But at the end of the day, am I gonna pay fucking seven dollars for eggs? No, I'm not, dude. No, I can't afford. I ended up. That's what exactly what I paid yeah. though. So yeah. that's so you know that's exactly what yeah. I paid because I had to because the regular eggs were were empty. But what I try to do living where I live, we have dairy farms out here, and so there's a couple of things that are different for us out here than there are for people like living in the city. Mm. There are chicken farms here where I can buy eggs for a lot cheaper. Absolutely. And I can buy them by like the five dozen, you know, for super cheap. Yeah, the stack, yeah. yeah. We have slaughterhouses out here so I can buy fresh beef out here. Fresh meat there, right? It's convenient. Um, Shit, you can go to the swap meet and you can buy an alpaca. (laughs) I mean like, you could buy like some weird Right. Like livestock right. in the swamp. Livestock, out here. we sell livestock because of all the that's farms sick. around. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Farms around here, but um, so along these lines, right? So talking yeah. about and and so for our, let me apologize first to our listeners out there. There's going to be a lot of meat talk on this because we're talking to a, a yeah, butcher, a butcher, yeah, and, it's and, true, and a guy who started a business that's making gourmet dogs. So I apologize if you're tuning in for tiki or cocktail talk. There, we're going to tie that back. Yeah, we'll this tie is, that back. This Absolutely. is my buddy from the Tiki Tea, so we What's are going to talk about yeah. we're going to talk about tiki and cocktails. But hang in there for us. Uh, I just find some of this stuff really fascinating. I got a question for you yeah. about. We just talked about a strip is a strip is a strip. Yeah. That I don't care if Nusrit is dropping salt over his yeah, elbow yeah, yeah. on it. A strip Gold is a strip leaf, is a whatever. strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Way back in the day in my 20s, mm-hmm. I used to hang out at this dive bar. The place was called The Hungry Hound. We used to drink these giant beers called schooners. They were probably like, I'm not exaggerating, 84 ounces or something. <sighs> yeah, they were gigantic. They're giant, yeah. This was in the 90s. And that's like a that's like a pitcher, dude. It like was a, like a, a pitcher. pitcher and yeah. speaking of pitchers, on Tuesdays they used to do two dollar. Yeah, they call it two dollar Tuesdays, where you got a pitcher for two people, bucks. Oh, let me guess. People would just drink drink out of pitchers, yeah, yeah, right? Well, yeah. Two dollar Tuesdays, you got a pitcher for two bucks. <laughs> it wasn't the. I mean, like it was, it was draft beer. Yeah, it's cheap beer, but it was two bucks. Yes, yeah, it's cheap. Beer. And I was in my twenties, yeah, yeah. and like you know, Let's I wasn't go. in the craft Let's cocktail go, thing. I was in my twenties. Yeah. I just want to get fucked up. Yeah. So I'd go with my friends. We'd each get our own pitcher, drink two dollar pitchers, and there was a guy there that was a semi regular, that drove one of those refrigerated trucks, that sold meat like he'd yeah. sell steaks and seafood and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And and I don't really know much about what he did, but I think he was a guy that would go to like mom and pops and stock their refrigerators or freezers with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And this dude, would, he'd come to the bar. At the end of his shift, At probably. the end of his shift, 
And he'd try to offload whatever leftover meat he had. He'd say yeah. like, hey, I, I got some leftover this or leftover that, T-bone or filet mignon or London's or whatever. Whatever yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. That's some old school. I'll give you guys a deal. And our drunk 20-year-old asses would be like, I'll play darts for one. I'll play, I'll play darts for, <laughs> like a, wage for, a, yeah, for yeah, a prime yeah. rib. And he'd be like, all right. So <laughs> we'd play darts or we'd play pool or we'd That's do awesome. like the trivia game on the bar, like the, the little TV that you that had like the trivia questions. Yeah. And and if if he won, we'd have to buy him one of those giant schooners. But if we won, we get to go out to the truck and pick out what, you know, <laughs> pick out a steak pick or out something. A piece. Yeah, yeah. Right? Awesome. Freaking hilarious. Anyway, like one night, um, you know, so at the time, like, you know, I, it was a time when I had to wear a suit to work every day, and oh, my coworkers yeah. did the same. So they'd be wearing their freaking leather shoes and oh, their slacks and, and their neckties and suits yeah. and stuff. And there was an alley in the back, and mm. and one one this one guy, his name was Ed. He's like, "I'll race you for a steak," and he's like, "So this guy's like, yeah, okay." So he took his coat off, he left his tie on, he had his leather shoes, and they were like, "All right, hundred yards, we'll do a hundred yard dash." <laughs> <laughs> the fucking idiots, man. Like, okay, everybody's drunk because we're drinking schooners. They lost. Uh, the they both flopped. They yeah. both fell because they're both drunk. So they probably got halfway through and they both stumbled and fell. And that guy was full of schooners that night. I yeah. don't remember what happened, but I just remember thinking, this is absurd that, that we're doing 100-yard dashes for stakes. You know? Yeah. So anyway, just funny story. <laughs> but So my thought is like, people used to make fun of this guy as like the discount steak guy. Yeah. But earlier we're talking about a strip is a strip is a strip. Yeah. Are those meats like any inferior then? Or is that just a different sales model like multi-level marketing or, or door-to-door salesman? No, the, uh, in terms of like Choice Prime. And yeah, the, like yeah, in, in terms of the kind of meat that he had. Yeah, it's a, it's it's he probably had prime beef, which is like a certain... I don't remember. It was like mid-90s. But Yeah, well, the grading system is all... It's based on science. It's based on how much fat's in the meat. Okay. how much marbling is in the meat, how much it looks like. You know, but it's not just, but it's also the part of the, so do they do anything like, like if I go to a restaurant, I order calamari, yeah. sometimes you're not actually getting squid, you're getting like pig rectums. Really? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's you know what I'm talking that. about? Like, so the yeah, pig I mean, rectum, I believe that. Yeah, they yeah, would, yeah. they'd slice them into rings, and then they'd bread them and fry them. And the thing is, the look, the the color, the texture, and the flavor is very similar to a calamari ring. And so sometimes, and it could go oh, it dude. could go two different ways. It could be the meat distributor fooling the restaurant owner into thinking they're buying or the restaurant squid, fooling the people. Or the restaurant buying it purposely yeah. and fooling their customer. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, that's, Google that. I'm gonna look at that. It's shit. a total that's, scam. That's yeah. Fucking so wild. when I go to, when I order calamari at a restaurant, I look at those rings <laughs> and I think, well, look, I, it's good. It tastes like Could it be a it tastes, You don't know. It tastes <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, yeah. right? So I eat it, but look at it, and I also look like, okay, are there tentacles in this plate? Because yeah. sometimes you see the tentacles with the bread, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I always eat those first, and I leave the rectums last. <laughs> uh, at least I, I assume they're rectums because they're round. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right, so so I'm also curious about that. So if I'm buying a steak off of one of these trucks, yeah. if they're they're telling me that this thing is a is a New York strip or a mm. filet mignon, are they really just selling me 
Uh, yeah. Okay. That's a thing. Like that at, happens, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like like um, at butcher shops, I've had a lot of people, a lot of employees, you know, around me, or like you know, my old boss. He's like he's an old French dude, and yeah, he'd be like, he would sell you a top sirloin and tell you it was a fillet. You know what I mean? Because there's but, parts of the top sirloin that that look like a filet mignon. Really? Yeah. I like to think. Now I don't really round. know. Parts of the top round. I don't really know meats. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. like to think I know what a filet mignon looks like. Yes, but there's also other pieces that look exactly like that. Really? Yes. And he would do that. And he would do that. So there's that shady shit. There's happening. that shady shit. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, would I do that? No. You know? Sure. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not. You know. You know, if maybe if I'm not gonna lie, if some guy, would, you know, I dealt with a lot of. I worked in upper class butcher shop before, and I right. deal with a lot of like really disrespectful, rude, entitled people. And uh, that's what you're gonna get with upper I class. Sell, yeah, yeah, would I would I if would I sell them the nicest piece after they were like that? No, I'd be like, yeah, you should get this one. It's super good, but it's yeah. like the one I wanted to get rid of. You know what I mean? Because sure. If you're gonna disrespect me, then you know we're gonna you know. You know what I mean? But it's still edible. It's it's still the, the, the same piece. But I'm not going to give you the That's business. The cut. Yeah. You know, like the restaurants, they always say never order the special. Yeah. Because the special is the thing that well, they they're trying to get sell. rid of. Yeah. Yeah. That they're trying to get rid of it because it's going to go bad. They couldn't sell it earlier in the week. That's so, right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think you know, that is definitely a thing in meat. And, you know, it's funny. You know, you, you think about like, you know, you go to like see shows like The Sopranos. It's right. like. You know, Satriali's like the meat shops. Like it's like there's always been kind of a like you know at least in the older days, like on the East Coast, there's been a kind of gangster relation to old meat shops and stuff like that and shady right. stuff. Yeah, have I seen that? Have I seen that that behavior? I mean, uh, I worked for a company that sold. You know, I worked for a company. I'm not going to name any names, but you know, they claimed farm to table, and it was organic. They say where it's organic, it's from our farm in Northern California, but they were selling choice, like stuff you buy lower than you yeah, buy at yeah, Ralph's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that was a whole thing, that's a whole other story. But uh, yeah, that, that is very real in that industry. To answer okay. your question on the, in the big So country, let me ask yeah. you this, Yeah, uh, not really related to that, sure, but sure, sure. someone with the experience, what do you think is the best value as far as a cut is concerned. Like if I came in and I wanted the best meat for my money. A flat iron steak is your best money. It is. Yeah, it's like, it's like you know, you can get a big fat steak for like 15 bucks, or 12 to 15 bucks, and it's so flavorful. It's not gonna melt in your mouth like a filet, but it's, it's, it's more of the consistency of a strip, a ribeye, but it's just so flavorful. Yeah, I'd say a flat iron or a hanger steak is like your Or a hanger steak, okay. Hanger steaks. Yeah, I love those steaks. Those are like some of my favorite steaks. That's interesting because yeah. they cook those a lot on MasterChef. Yeah, I love In the challenges. Yeah. You know? They're great and they're, they're just, there's something about them. And some, like, in the earlier seasons, those those amateur chefs would fuck them up. They're, well, as a butcher, they're, they are the hardest steaks to cut. They are, okay. The, the flat iron. It's very, it's like you go to a butcher shop and they say, hey, uh, cut this flat. It's like a test. You have to do like a stash. Oh. Yeah, and they go cut this flat iron because there's like a a nerve, and you have to ride the nerve with the knife. It's 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 a whole thing. Interesting. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But that those are like what you would call a butcher's cut, like a flat iron or a, a hanger. Those are my favorite. I've things. seen I've seen that label butcher's cut before. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's a okay. thing. But yeah, those are my two favorites. And then below that, you know, I'd say ribeye is my, my favorite, you know? Okay. You know, and, uh, love a good, uh, I love, I'm a big like braised meat guy. You know, okay. I love like um, a lot of Mexican style braised meat, like suadero and sh stuff like that. Yeah. It's like an extension of the brisket muscle. I could get all into this, you know, it takes, yeah. it's a whole, it's a whole thing. But, um, and part of that too, I bet is just raised in LA, right? Raised in LA, yeah. yeah. like like. Because this is not the shit you're gonna get if you're raised in Seattle. No, or it's if not. you're, or if you're, because you're raised in Seattle, you're gonna know your seafood. You're gonna know like stuff that comes out of the Puget Sound. Yes, and 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 I get that because I have family up there that I remember when I was younger. So I had an uncle that used to go fishing a lot in the mm. Puget Sound. They they catch a lot of salmon up there. Oh yeah. And he'd take it home, and he'd he'd fillet it, he'd smoke it, he'd vacuum pack it, put it in a cardboard box, and ship it to us. That's right. Yeah, we don't do that down here. You know no. that that was a Seattle thing. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think also just like you know hitting all the taqueros on the street, right. and like it's you learn all the different cheaper cuts too. Like, and as a butcher, you like connect the dots. You know what I mean? I, I work in meat, so I go to the I go I go and eat on the street, and I like. Connect, and I see what they're cooking, and I and I chop it up with those guys, and like, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. like, yeah, well, like, how do you do that? You know, like I, I I talk to like the taco dudes, you know, and like about that kind of stuff. And uh, I love that, man. I love cool. it. I love it. I regret not going by your shop when you were down there at the Grand Central nah, it's Market. Okay, man. There'll be more, you know. I don't get down there that often as my, you know, like I'm in Hollywood every week, but I drive past downtown. To yeah, get to Hollywood, sure. right? Yeah, I'm, I'm in Hollywood because of Tiki T. Sure, yeah, because it's really kind of East Hollywood, right? Yeah. It's kind of between, Hollywood, Echo between Park, Silver Los Lake, Feliz. yeah, you know, it's like, like Silver Lake, Los, Los Feliz, Feliz, East Hollywood. East Hollywood, exactly, right, right. It's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like on the the border of all of that, yeah. right? It's its own weird part of LA, but um, I don't drive bucket. through downtown to get there. I drive around downtown. I I take the yeah, 101. The 101. Yeah, yeah, you do yeah. the 60 to the 110 to the 101. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. 101 because we're Californians. The 101. The 60. Yeah. <laughs> right? Is that, is that, what, what, what do other people call it? Besides the I think they call highway. So they, it's just fucking weird. Like, they think we're weird because we call it the five. Really? I got on the five. I got on the 10. I didn't know. I, I didn't took know. the 210. I took the, <laughs> yeah, they, they think that if we say the, that it's weird. Because they say, why do you say the? It's highway this or it's highway that. And I think like. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's the street. Like, when you go, when you say that I rode my bike on the street, you don't say I ride my bike on street. Yeah. You say I rode my bike on the street. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's the freeway. Well, which freeway? The five. Yeah, that's that's why I. You feel. know what I'm it's saying? Like, like, what freeway is it? The five. The five. And then, but but I feel like people from like, maybe Middle America or like other places, yeah, it's a bit more. They of a, think we're a, weird the way that we. It's say a bit it. more of a country road speak or something. I don't know. You know. They call know. it I five, like I -5, Interstate I five. I five. Interstate. Yeah, yeah. And I think like. We no, don't have to. No, who we cares just if it's a nurse? We don't have to say numbers, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. Hop on the ten, you know, and get off on the. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So I, I had no idea that that was even a thing. Yeah, that's a that's a thing. That's too. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like soda and pop, you know. That's funny. <laughs> so but yeah, I'm gonna bring this all the way back full circle. Yeah. So for everybody that was wondering earlier when I said, "Hey, okay, we're talking meat, but look, we're tiki guys. We met it." The Tiki Tea. That's right. The tea. Right? So, the tea, the Tiki Tea. All mm. you non Californians, when you send me messages and you say, I'm going to be in LA 
uh, on July, blah, blah, blah. Meet me at the Tiki T. That's right. That's why we call it the freeway and the five freeway. Absolutely. And so, on and so forth. So anyway, um, Tiki T, our favorite spot. Yes. I met Evan there a few years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before the pandemic. We go there on Wednesdays. That's mm-hmm. my day. That's my day, too. Wednesdays. My day was my days were. It was Wednesday and turned to Saturday for a while. But you got to. I come back. Sometimes to Wednesday. I go there Saturday. You know, you know if yeah. I'm in the area, yeah, I'll go. You know, uh, work it's, whatever work lets yeah, me do. Yeah, you know, Wednesday is the day. Wednesday at four. Yeah. There's nothing Just better than that. Wednesdays at four. We do that toast to Ray later on in the evening. Yes. Nine o'clock. And you know, Wednesdays has become a very popular day. I remember when they first started doing that toast to Ray because. Wednesday was the slowest day, and they were trying to get people into the bar, uh-huh. and that was their gimmick, right? And um, now Wednesday. Is oh, actually, that wasn't their gimmick. The gimmick was the discounted race mistake. Yes. Yeah, that's right. When they first started doing it, it was five bucks. Yeah. So um, it was six bucks before when I started going there. Okay. Yeah. So and, and then now, now it's, it's nine bucks. Nine, yeah. It's all good. I'll get. I'm. I'm yeah. totally. I'm happy to. I'll take it. Yeah. Absolutely. And here's the thing: we talked about this before. You know, when you support the Tiki Tea, you're not supporting you're not supporting a yard house or, or a cheesecake factory or some TGIF, yeah. some corporation with a CEO. Supporting a family. You're supporting a family, you know, so sure. that that's the difference. But um yeah, love the Tiki Tea. Supporting LA culture too. LA real, culture. Real right. LA institution. That's the thing about the you TGT. Know? If you look at the old photos, it looks exactly the, the same. same thing, man. It's just everything around it has changed, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, PBS next door is now yeah. Scientology. I think it became KCET, and then it became yeah, that's right. Scientology. That's right, yeah. And um, everything around it is, yeah. Yeah, and uh, everything around it. The tea uh, doesn't budge, you know? No. Same thing. It's an old school institution. And you that's know. what's up. Yeah. You ever want to experience real LA culture? That's right. It's the first place I'll tell you to go. Love it there. That's followed by Dodger Stadium. You know, right. I would say, you know. Do you uh, do you live close by there? By the T or where? Yeah. By the T. Yeah, I live off. Uh, I live on Pico and Westlake, so I live like over by the old Lucy's, like Pico Union. Okay. So I live like maybe a ten minute drive from the T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, closer than me. Yeah. Yeah. I used to live in East Hollywood, so I would. Get on the Ver- I used to live on Vermont and Beverly, so I used to get on. That the- was a lot closer. I used to get on the Red Line, and I used to just Vermont cr- and Beverly. So yeah, you were you were by Koreatown then. Yeah, I was by Koreatown. I lived next to the Jollibee right there. Okay. And I I remember I I cracked my first tiki mug on the. I got this. Really, oh, did you really? Yeah, I got a mug from uh, Odd Rodney. You know that yeah, guy? Yeah. yeah. And I I got his first run of Moai mugs, and it was so cool. And uh, I he's cracked- in front of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 I cracked. I uh, I cracked it on the red line. Yeah, Aww, it's bad, but, you what know, a bummer. It's a memory though. You know, I still have it. I still drink from it at my did you, house. Did you glue it back together? It didn't like break, but it just a big crack down the yeah, face. Yeah, good fine. enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I kind of like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, he's cool. Shout out Odd Rodney. Shout out Odd Rodney. Yeah, he's been man. on the podcast before too. I've oh, had cool. Him, I've had him yeah. on the show. Yeah. Awesome mug mug maker, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very meticulous, and that's you know, up. yeah. That's that's why his stuff costs what it does. I yeah. mean. You know, you can get mugs that are made in China, but they look like they're made in China. You know, I mean, then there's a place for it. You know, there's a place for a mug. A that's, good cheap mug. 
yeah, yeah. Like that you can take with you anywhere, and if it breaks or you whatever, put it up on like, a shelf, whatever, you don't care, as a, you know, as a souvenir, right? Yeah, yeah. There's there's some of that at the Tiki Tea. Yeah, you know, people bring in their mugs. The regulars have their mugs on the shelves, and you yeah, know that we that, have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. You know, you, you we don't have to carry a mug there every week. They'll yeah. let us leave it there. Uh, they let that. They let the regulars do that. So if, yeah. if you guys want to do that as well, come to the bar and hang out there with us regularly, yeah. and you'll get a space on the shelf. It's true. You know, and, and bring um, your mug. Yeah, bring, bring your mug. mug and, and people drink out of like. Some people will drink out of a $500 shag mug. Yeah, like and me. some people will drink, do you? <laughs> I have a shag mug. I got shag, dude. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, why you yeah, have yeah. that real yeah. fancy one. The yeah. Conku, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I was, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I paid under 200 for it, so I'm okay. Well, I feel okay. That's that's not what it's worth now. No, that's not worth now. Yeah, that now. it's worth like 500 Yeah, bucks, so some people will drink out of that like you. Yeah. And, and I know a guy who, and it's funny because I have a friend who works at the Children's Hospital. Mm. Like across right, right, right there. St. Jude. And, and um, he comes, he, dude, it's funny. So I'm not going to say his name because I don't yeah. want to get him in trouble. Okay. And he comes during his lunch break to the Tiki <laughs> Tea. And have a raise, guy, dude. he'll have a raise mistake or two. And yeah. then he'll go back to work after his oh lunch break is over. Right. I've never seen him get drunk, like get blitzed or anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, he comes. He comes really more for the social aspect. Sure. Um, cool guy. He drinks out of a Hello Kitty coffee cup. Respect. That's his... That's his mug. Does he have uh, it on the shelf or what? Yeah, it's on the shelf. Sick. So when you go there, look for it. I'm gonna look I'll for it. I'll point it out to you. Yeah, point it out. To and you. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you who it is and all that. And you'll be oh, like, cool. oh yeah, snap! Yeah. It's yeah, it's hilarious. Respect, honestly. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And and you know what the people don't know that we do at the Tiki Tea is, um, you know, some sometimes when the helicopter flies over mm. and lands on top of the hospital, mm. we know that a helicopter does not fly over casually. We know that. There's an emergency. There's either a kid on that helicopter that's dying, or there's some kind of an organ that's being transplanted, transplanted, shipped over, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, we always show our respects for that. You know, moment of silence when that helicopter flies over. Oh wow! Yeah. I, didn't even, I didn't even know that was a. Yeah, it doesn't happen all the time, but but it's happened. It happens sometimes. You've been there probably when it's happened. Mm -hmm. right? I don't think so, but I no? you know. I mean, I hang out there enough. I'm sure it will. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. Because, you know, it's a children's hospital. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's, at, that's, at any, uh, any hospital with a helicopter flying in. It means something like that. It's something critical, right? Got it. It's expensive to fly yeah, a helicopter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, But if it's a children's hospital, it's even more. It's even, like, twice full, three yeah, times. Cause yeah, because it's yeah. a kid, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Damn. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, what a way to wrap up our episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's try to wrap this up on a high note. I, Absolutely. Uh, thank you for the excellent dogs. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Delicious. Let's throw out all of your information the socials the, the website all that stuff for our listeners yeah. if they want to know how to find you yeah man it's just droogies d-r-o-o-g-i-e-s dot l-a uh, on Instagram you can find us uh, yeah, so support our friends, droogies.la on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, let us know what you think of these hot dogs, man. We just had yeah, a few. And, man, uh, are they delicious. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thanks again for being on the podcast. Yeah, man. Thanks for having and, me. And for all you guys out there, thank you for listening to another episode of Inside the Desert Oasis Room. You know, we have a YouTube channel, too. If you want to follow our adventures, we're on YouTube.com slash Polynesian Pop. YouTube.com slash Polynesian Pop. Check out our channel. 
And if you like any of the videos there, give us a like, give us a subscribe. That helps us out, doesn't cost anything. That's 100% free. And let us know if there's anything that you guys want to see. Uh, you know, like we'll do the food challenges. We'll do the urban archeology. span I'll get on one of those celebrity bus tours and, and go <laughs> to like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's house or something. You know, if you guys <laughs> want to see something fun and interesting, let us know because, shoot, I'm down, man. Yeah. I'm down to let Why not? people do a neon bus tour Ooh, and check out all cool. the old Hollywood oh, neon yeah. signs. Love or, neon, man. Dude, yeah. I'll go down, I'll go down to like the pier and and we'll have oysters or, you know, we'll put it all in video, yeah, whatever, like anything that's fun. Activity. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. Or shoot, man, let's have some more droogie. Let's let's do it, yeah. Dogs, right? Oh, there will be more droogies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So thanks again, everybody, for listening to another episode of Inside the Desert Races. And we appreciate you. Yes. We will chat to you, I guess, again soon. All right. Hey. Cheers and aloha. Aloha.